You're listening to Behind the Bliss, a weekly podcast where Rachel Autry brings conversations to you from women that share what's behind their highlight reel. Each episode is designed for you to see a message from the mess and encourage you to find balance in the bliss. We know that what you're facing is important for shaping who God has created you to be. Some may say it's a process that often happens behind the bliss. Here's today's episode. Guys, it has been a hot minute since I've been behind the mic, but I am so excited to be back. Let me just say that this has been the break that I needed, first and foremost, but I'm back. We're not going anywhere. Just trust me. I had to get all my marbles back and collected all my ducks in a row. You know, we we have those moments in life. And as I was reflecting on the podcast and what it's been, honestly, for like the past three years, I just wanted to take a little bit of a pause and reflect and see what have I done that I really love and want to continue? What have I done that, you know, like I would want to pause and not continue? What do I do that I could do better and different or more spicy for you girlies? The team and I just took a pause. I actually hired a coach, a life coach. (laughs) I want to get all my things in order. Probably one because I'm an Enneagram 3, if you don't know what I'm talking about. Basically, I'm an achiever, the task-oriented, like for things to be the best quality. Yeah, so that's me. But really, overall, I just kind of started taking inventory of my life and realized with Maddox being seven months today, holy moly, and this past seven months has been a roller coaster of really high highs and really low lows and just really difficult moments mixed in with all these like glorious, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is my life moments. And like with that roller coaster, I think we all go through that, right? Like with that roller coaster comes a lot of questioning what you do, some healthy questioning, but I needed the space to question and actually get answers or find peace at least to what this podcast was. And I have peace. So here I am again. Things are different behind the scenes. You guys, we never, ever, ever, ever know how things have changed, but they're systems. Praise God for systems. If you haven't listened to our last episode, it's all about systems, getting your life in order, sis. Just like making lists, knowing what you're doing, why you're doing it, why it's important to you. All the things with my girl, Kendra Adachi from The Lazy Genius. She truly has changed my perspective on so many things in life, but especially with this particular conversation about podcast, mom, wife, military spouse, like all the ways that my life started meshing together, it got overwhelming. But I was able to, like I said, pause, find new systems that actually work. So I say all that because I know I'm not the only one who's dealing with a lot of life happening at once at really fast pace and speed. Um, and if that's you, it can happen all at once. Something Kendra said in the episode that I took away and clung to and was like, yes, and I've been repeating to myself. And she said, clunky isn't bad. Like there's been so many times in my life personally when things just like aren't meshing. <laughs> They're not working. I say if you've ever driven manual um like a car manual, not automatic, then you know what I'm going to talk about. But like switching from first to third or third to fifth, or I don't know what like order it goes in. Oops. Um, Without a clutch is actually really hard. And you basically have to like jam it into where it's supposed to be. And that is life. Like that is, that is how sometimes some seasons in life are going to be. But just because it's clunky doesn't mean it's bad. Happy to be here. Thank you for being here. Hold on. I got to get a sip of my iced Earl Grey tea. I almost just said coffee. Nope, definitely just tea. Do you do y'all do that too? Like when you drink iced coffees, you like swish it? Like so? 
it's, it makes it better, I swear. There has been so much to catch you up on, though. Lots of new favorites. I know that we don't love talking about favorites around here, so I'm happy to tell you. Um, lots of things with Maddox. He is developing so quickly before my eyes, and it is heartbreaking at the same time. So cool and fascinating. Thomas is almost done with training. Can't believe it. If you've been around here for any length of time, then maybe you know that I'm a military spouse. My husband has been in undergraduate pilot training, UPT. It has been really, truly a blast. I don't know. Can you hear that? A plane just like flew over my house so fast. That's been, that's been reality. Like national anthem plays at 5 p.m. every night. Taps plays at 9 p.m. every night. And then cue the parent trap, you know, when the girl's standing on top of the roof. Is she on top of the roof? I don't think she is. I think I just made that up. The girl with the trumpet is like playing in the horns and it's like the like that to wake up the camp. Yes. Well, that happens every morning at 7 a.m. So naturally, Maddox has been a resilient sleeper to sleep through all of these noises and horns and such. It's almost over and I can't believe it. We have made some of the best friends. It has been quite a process. I know there's so many other military wives out there that are listening. My heart is with you. It is equally amazing and the worst at the same time, but it's beautiful that way. He graduates on December 10th, and then we probably have a few months, I don't know, honestly, who actually knows in the military. I'm just going to say we will then go to Altus, Oklahoma. Any Oklahomians out there? Hello. Coming for you. And um, hopefully the spring-ish. And we'll be there for four to six months. Honestly, again, like I said, who actually knows? I'm just kind of going with the process here. Um, and Thomas will learn how to play his how to play, <laughs> how to fly his specific plane, um, which is going to be the KC-135. And we will be stationed long-term in Birmingham, Alabama. So once we move around and bop around all over the United States of America, we will be back in Birmingham, Alabama. Sweet home, Alabama. We're coming for you. I'm so excited. We are only like two-ish hours away from Birmingham now. So we've been going back and forth a ton to see friends and run errands. Like literally kept my dentist over there. Would have kept my OB had I, you know, like, I feel like a two-hour drive when you're in labor is kind of a lot. So switched OBs. But other than that, like all of our healthcare providers are still in Birmingham. Our friends are still in Birmingham. We still claim our church in Birmingham and have been watching online. Needless to say, we are so pumped to be there again. And as a fun refresher, we are in Columbus, Mississippi. So my Mississippi girls, I have really liked it. I liked it a lot. We are like 40 minutes away from Starkville, Mississippi, which is uh, where Mississippi State University is at. Go dogs! And it has been really fun to be able to go there um, and get good burgers and good Italian and like some fun shopping there. And actually, fun fact, Maddox was born in Starkville, Mississippi. Stark Vegas, baby. Uh, so we're going to miss it a lot. We really are. But the season's chapter is closing and I can't believe it because this has been a long booty process. It started probably about like two and a half-ish years ago when um, Thomas applied to be a pilot. Basically, you have to apply and go through what's called a pilot board and get selected. And there's very few selections out of all the people that apply. So it was just a great big honor. But then you kind of like... <laughs> Um, have y'all ever played the game Mother May I on the field, on the playground with your friends in like elementary school? It's like that. Or like red light, green light. Oh yeah, that's a better one. Red light, green light. You like run, run, run when it's green. And then when it's red, you just like, you got to stop. There's nothing to do. Low key, 
that is military life. (laughs) When it's green, you sprint. And when it's red, there's no option. So we kind of were playing that like green light, red light game for a hot second in between um, him being accepted to actually coming here to train. So just one step at a time, right? That's all of us. So that's the military catch up. With Maddox being born in the midst of that huge military world, it truly just put like the best spin on things. But man, it has been so interesting. And I have to stop myself from playing the like, what if game? Like, what if he was born in Birmingham? Would this have been easier? What if we were living closer to family? Would this be easier? Answer is yes. What if blah, 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 like fill in the blank. Uh, We have been playing that game a lot and it's just not healthy. So I've had to stop myself and realize that I am where I am and I have values that are important to me. And there are ways the Lord has provided me to uh, uphold my values, to see my values through, to find ways to find fulfillment where I am because he's a good God and gives good gifts. And this is a good place because he created it and the people that live here. And so just learning how to lean in and be here in this moment has helped me so much. And I feel like this truly has been one of the first seasons of my adult life that I am walking away feeling, hmm, how do I say it? Like proud of how I walked this out. I just feel like I need to like give God some praise on what he's done in my life and like pat myself on the back for the hard work that I've like put into finding health in my life. And that is like being proud of how I walked out a certain season. And that hasn't been the case for seasons in the past. So that's why I'm happy and proud to say that is a season now. Other seasons in my life have been amazing. I think I overlooked what God had for me in that moment because I was so excited for what was next. And walking away uh, after not like digging and, and actually like planting seeds and doing the work in those seasons left me with a lot of shame and like a lot of messes that thankfully I don't have to clean up. That's totally what Jesus did for me and what he still continues to do for me. But it just was a process to say the least. And so, yes, there are definitely messes that I'm leaving here behind in Mississippi and will probably have to lay at the feet of Jesus. But I am very thankful for the way that I set future Rachel up for success by doing this as well as I possibly know how. So speaking of shame, one of my favorite things that I came across and it absolutely blew my mind. One, there is this really cool like therapy retreat center. Not sure how they would want it to be described. It's called Onsite and they have like workshops you can go to for a week or a weekend with just you or your spouse for trauma or just for maintenance. Like there's tons of different programs that they have. Um, it's on my bucket list to go. I would love to go. I would love to go to Onsite. Yes, it's um, in Nashville. Well, close to Nashville in Tennessee. I have been binging their podcast episodes. They have different people that um, are actually, what do they call them? They don't call them employees. They call them something else, basically. (laughs) I got to look this up. Hold on. They call them team members. So they have their different team members on the show to talk about certain topics and things that we as humans go through, think through, feel through, like everything that has to do with mental health and finding wholeness and healing and honestly living centered. So the podcast is called Living Centered. They have this one particular episode on shame that rocked my actual world. I'm going to, I've shared it on Instagram. So if you're over there on Instagram with me, you've probably seen me post about it, but I've been like dropping it in conversations left and right in my personal life and across tables with friends. 
Um, so I, I owe it to you to tell you as well. I'll link it in the show notes because I definitely think you need to queue it up and listen to it after this. But it's all about shame and unlearning shame because shame is something that we were once taught. So like how do we reverse that and train our mind to not be ashamed? And they define shame as this one thing. And it is. Shame is the thing that makes you betray yourself in order to make other people comfortable. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'll say it again. Shame is the thing that makes you betray yourself to make other people feel comfortable. Like I, my, like my mind was blown truly when I was thinking like, oh, I am betraying me. Like it's me versus me. When I morph and change and chameleon a situation to make somebody else feel good, either about themselves or about me, if I'm performing or about where we are, if it's just awkward and uncomfortable, instead of just being okay with it being awkward and uncomfortable and knowing that I'm not responsible for their feelings. Holy moly, like truly I had an epiphany and that really changed a lot about some of the behind the scenes things happening in my own life, in the podcast world, like everything, realizing like, my job on this planet is to tell people about Jesus, point blank, period. And if I can't do that well, then there's something happening on the inside of me that I'm blocking, a wall that I'm building, something I'm distracted by. So what if we like broke down all the walls, cut the distractions, just got quiet. And I was, I tried it. And I will tell you, I was like, very uncomfortable with being with myself. It like feels weird to say out loud. It just like felt weird to be by myself. Um, and I, of course, like now as a mom, <laughs> Maddox is truly literally attached to me quite often. And if he's not attached to me, he's next to me or whatever, unless I've hired a babysitter, you know what I mean? Like it's just an effort to be by myself. And so I'm not used to it, especially with having, um, like great friends and a husband that I love to spend time with. Like I'm rarely by myself. So when I was, I didn't know if I liked me, <laughs> I didn't know if I could like hang out with me alone. Um, And I just had to do a lot of behind the scenes work. And a lot of that was just shame. And I have been unlearning shame in my life. Apologizing for really silly, dumb things. Like, sorry, like, sorry, Maddox is crying. What? Rachel. Okay. Like, I just felt like I needed to prioritize other people's emotions rather than seeing my home as a ministry first. And so Spark Notes version, listen to the episode from Living Centered Podcast from the incredible people at Onsite Workshop. I think it's just called Onsite. It's called Living Centered and Unlearning Shame. And I think it'll really like rock your world. I've already told probably like 11 people about it, five of which have actually come back to me and been like, girl, that was good. And I'm like, I know. I know. So anyways, if it helps just one of you worth mentioning, worth mentioning. On a lighter note, one of my favorite things to do in Columbus, Mississippi, actually, there's a few. Can I give you my errands list? I saw something on Facebook that was so funny. It was like a meme. And it said, when I tell somebody that I'm going to run errands, typically they include. And it was like Target, Starbucks, TJ Maxx, like rent home goods, like stuff like that. I actually do other errands besides that, like grocery pickup, UPS for business stuff, like, you know, print shop, things like that. But I can actually agree that, yes, a lot of times my errands do include luxury errands, as I think all of us do. I'm getting to a point, promise, 
like I said, buckle up. This is very rambly of a conversation, but this is just my mind. This is who I am. This is my normal conversations with friends. It's just like the twist is that I'm talking to a microphone. I would love to be able to say that Target is on my list of errands that I run. Unfortunately, you can pray for me. We don't have a Target nearby. It's actually probably better that we don't have a Target nearby because, you know, the closest one is an hour away in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Roll Tide. I can't believe I just said that. I went to Clemson. Oh my gosh. Go Tigers. Hopefully that fixes it. Sorry, friends. (laughs) But Tuscaloosa, Alabama is the closest Target that I have. Um, and that is just a drive. And honestly, I think I've been there two times for the past one year we've lived here. Well, one and a half years. I've been there twice. I missed my target for sure, but there's plenty of other options here that have taken the place of my usual target run. And that is TJ Maxx. The TJ Maxx here is popping, thankfully. What else is there? Old Navy. Guys, can I just for a second tell you when people ask me, what are your favorite jeans? I tell them Old Navy, period. Hands down. When I was going on the hunt for pregnancy jeans, when I was pregnant, I tried everything from a gold A to, which is like very expensive, if you're not familiar, to Madewell, which is also like pretty expensive. They're like $100 jeans. Just dumb, overpriced. I'm sorry. I actually used to work at Madewell, so I'm allowed to say that. It's just dumb. Don't charge somebody so much for jeans. Because especially me, my thighs touch. My thighs touch. So like ugh, three weeks, three months, however long down the road, like there's already like thinning material in between my legs. I just hate that. So anywho, I know I'm not the only person out there that has that issue. But let me say, I will never pay more than $50 for a pair of jeans again in my entire life. I swear. Because Old Navy makes fantastic jeans that are so fun. Love the cut. They work literally on every everybody every one of my friends that has old navy jeans we all love them we are all shapes and sizes and different types of vegetables do you see what I mean I really think you would like old navy jeans if you haven't tried them this is not sponsored by old navy I just think they are actually the best pair of jeans I've ever owned um and because they're cheap like one time I got a pair of old navy jeans for like 11 dollars, and so I cut them up and I literally wear them every single day they're my mom jeans I'm not kidding you. Go on Instagram. I am wearing them on every single picture. Every single picture. Old Navy jeans are the best. So, of course, they are thrown in there with the Aaron's list. And Ulta. If you have an Ulta or a Sephora, I know that they're like kind of like uh, not huge rivals because they're they're same but different. Then, you know, like it's scary to go into an Ulta um, because they have so many great things. A lot of my friends say they're intimidated to go into Ulta because they don't know what they like. Or like what they should like or what they should use. I went to Ulta today, this morning, actually, um, on my quote unquote errands run. <laughs> and I got a few things that I'm really excited about. I restocked on my Living Proof dry shampoo. It's incredible. I also love Amika dry shampoo, A-M-I-K-A. I'll link both in the show notes. Um, it's just I can get my hands on the Living Proof one faster just because I can pick it up at the store. Amika, I've got to order and it's just, it's a whole thing, you know. I got the Anastasia Brow Freeze. I've seen so many fun things about that and haven't tried it, so I will report back. And then I also got the Whey Exfoliating Body Scrub. Um, I used another body scrub, the Beauty Counter one, and I've used it for so many years and I love it. I just want to try something different. So I'm trying the Whey one. I think that's how you pronounce it. Those were the three things I walked away from from um, Ulta. I'll report back on the Brow Freeze and the Body Scrub. And then one of my last errands that I run is to Starbucks. We, praise God, have a Starbucks in Columbus. Um, And I have this new Starbucks drink that I found 
like, okay, here's how it started. I found a Starbucks recipe on TikTok. It seemed like a lot, but I trusted her and I was like, I'm going to order it. Now, here's some backstory. I love my Starbucks coffee to be equally sweet, but also tangy from the espresso. Do you see what I'm like? Um, I want to taste the coffee bean. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. I need it to actually taste like coffee, not just like sugary milk. Can't do that. So ordered her um, drink because she said it was such. It was both half, you know, sweet, half coffee Um, And it wasn't. It was like straight up sweet. I made a few changes to it and ordered it differently but similarly the next time and this has been like my favorite thing ever and I actually have it saved in the Starbucks app as my favorite drink and so it's easy to order and I didn't know that you could do this but I actually can link my Starbucks orders what one of my friends on Instagram Carla told me about this so I shared it with a lot of you guys over on Instagram if you're there with me but I will share it in the show notes as well because it is a mouthful So depending on how strong you want this, you can get two to three shots of espresso, ask for it over ice in a venti cup. So yes, girl, we are going venti today. Then you get, oh, 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 by the way, this is blonde espresso because they have multiple types of espresso, like half decaf, third decaf. And then you're going to get a few pumps of your favorite syrup. So my favorite syrup is the brown sugar syrup because it's like salty-ish. I don't know how to describe it. It's so good if you haven't tried it. Um, I get three pumps if I get three shots. I get two pumps if I get two shots. Does that make sense? So just like get the amount of shots that you got of shots. And then you're going to ask for a splash of sweet cream and then pumpkin cream cold foam on top and bada bing, bada boom. It's so good. If you get three shots and three pumps, then your total is, it's $5.45 for a venti coffee. And it literally lasts me, I mean, like, because the foam is a lot, like the pumpkin cream cold foam takes up a lot of the cup. So like as your ice melts, it kind of like recreates the drink over and over again and you can sip it literally all day long. So it's fantastic. I highly recommend you try it. And like I said, I will link it in the show notes. And speaking of pumpkin cream cold foam, I made my own at home and it's legit. It is so good and I am happy. I would love for you to copy me because it'll save you lots of money and lots of time. You don't have to get in your car and I'm not kidding you. Once you make a batch of the pumpkin cream cold foam, you can have it ready for your coffee in the mornings like lickety split and get out the door in no time. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm just going to say it's so good. This is how you make it. You get a big bowl. You get a big bowl. You're going to need some type of like mixer. So either KitchenAid mixer or hand mixer, or you're going to have to whisk that thing so fast your arm's going to hurt. So, okay. Half a cup of heavy whipping cream, one third of a cup of sweetened condensed milk, two teaspoons of pumpkin pie seasoning, or you can use cinnamon, but I think pumpkin pie seasoning is best. Um, two teaspoons of vanilla extract and three tablespoons of pumpkin puree and you mix it all together and it truly tastes like pumpkin pie filling but like so much sweeter and creamier and it's foamy and it's amazing and I make a lot of it so maybe you want to like I don't know double or triple that recipe if you wanted to make it for a few days or for the week and I put it in a leftover like pasta um, jar so once I use my pasta I like wash it and rinse it and all the things And I put my pumpkin cream cold foam that I made at home in the jar and I keep it in the fridge. So it's airtight, it's sealed, it stays fresh and yummy. And whenever you're ready to use it, you just shake the jar so hard and it froths it back up really quickly. And it's so good. 
The trick to making it float on top is to pour it really slow. And I, if I have ice in the glass, it helps a lot. But if I don't, then I pour it like to the side of the glass. So I, if that makes sense. It's really hard to do a podcast sometimes because you can't use your hands and you can't show people what you're talking about. But if you could use your imagination, you pour it to the side of the glass. So there's that. With the actual contents of the coffee, I got the Chameleon Organic Cold Brew Concentrate. So it's just like super strong and thick coffee, like cold brew coffee. And it's going to be like extra, extra coffee. If you like it that way, go for it. It's like super black, dark, can't see through it. Um, You can always add water to it. It's actually what it calls for, half concentrate and half water. Or if you want to make a latte, it's half concentrate, half milk or cream. And then a splash of sweet cream. I do literally like any type of creamer that's my favorite at the moment. So I'm using what's literally called Italian sweet cream. Just a splash, like I said. And then you're going to put your pumpkin cream cold foam on top. It's just so fun and it's so easy. And you can put it into Go Cup and you can slosh it around all day and... It's awesome. So I want to tell you about that if you wanted to save money, but also still have fantastic drinks for the holidays. There's that for you. I've made it for one friend and she loved it. So there you go. <laughs> if she loved it and I love it, you'll love it. I guarantee. But we had a lot of catching up to do today. Like some of my favorites, what we've been up to, how much I missed you, what I've learned, what I really think you that you should listen to after this episode, which would be definitely the on-site podcast. A few housekeeping things I want you to know about. Surprisingly, Christmas is kind of right around the corner. I mean, like, I know it's not. It's like more than two months away. But if you haven't heard, cargo ships are, I don't know where they are in the ocean and what's happening to them, but so much is out of stock. Inventory's low. Supplies is nowhere to be found for some of our favorite products out there. So, If you were going to think about shopping for Christmas presents now, then here's me nodding my head saying, yes, you need to start shopping for Christmas. Like text your friends, text your family, ask your husband. It's just going to be hot mess express if we don't work ahead, people. So to help you as much as I possibly can, I'm also going to throw together a fun gift guides podcast episode as well as you know, tons of gift guides over on rachelautry.com. And shameless plug, if you have not downloaded the Like to Know It app, I know it's so obnoxious whenever bloggers and Instagram influencers and people say, download Like to Know It. But for real, like it's actually a really helpful app and you can click on pictures and profiles and people that you like to be um, recommended items or products or clothing from. And actually all of the products are linked in the pictures that they can upload in this app. Also, one of the cooler, creepier parts is you can screenshot a picture that you see from your favorite influencer or, and um, it brings up all of the products that are linked in the picture that you screenshot if you have the app downloaded. So I think that would be really helpful for the holidays for you. Just another fun tip and trick to make things easier. Uh, Like to know it is an affiliate based program just so that there's full transparency here. So if I link anything and it takes you um, to a link, most likely, most likely, not all the time, but most likely um, we do get a small cut of around here at Behind the Bliss. Like sometimes it's cents, like 12 cents is what I made on a book that I linked the other day. But a little bit adds up and I'm just so grateful for any time that you shop through one of my links because it makes this world around here at Behind the Bliss and RachelAutry.com literally go around and it funds me being able to get an assistant and help and people that can make this thing bigger and better and so much more fun for you and for me. So thank you again. If you ever shop through my links, I am so grateful for you, but wanted that to just be transparent so you aren't feeling scammed out your mind when people start linking stuff for Christmas. 
So I'm definitely going to do a fun Christmas episode, which is like all the things that you should probably know is big if you're shopping for people this year. And anything that I have gifted to somebody before that they absolutely loved, I'm going to kind of do a good roundup. And I'm not sure if you know this, but I will leave you with this. We actually have a hotline over here at Behind the Bliss. So if you have any questions or you want to tell a funny story or you have a cool God story or praise report or girl, we're here for it. Complaints and just hard things in life that you want to chat about. We are here for it and welcome anything and everything that you have to say. You can call us at 205-719-6726. Say this in your phone. You can put it down as my name or behind the bliss. Call me anytime. It's 205-719-6726. And you're just going to leave a voicemail. Super simple, super easy. And I would love to listen and hang out with you. And if you're up for it, we'll have it on the show because chances are you aren't the only person thinking or asking the question that you called to ask. We're in this together. And I'm so happy to be back. But I love you guys so much. So grateful for you in this community and what it has been for me the past three years. So I pray and hope that it has been something for you for however long that you've been listening. If this is your first episode, this is not normal. <laughs> we, uh, yeah, typically there's like a topic and a guest and actually something that we chat about. But today was fun. I had a blast. I hope you did too. And we'll see you next time. This episode of Behind the Bliss podcast has ended, but be sure to subscribe for more episodes so you don't miss episodes full of encouragement. And don't forget to rate and review so that we can continue to bring you the best content. See you in the next episode.